You are now listening to the Hot Take Podcast. Here are your hosts, Stephen Taroni and Josh Daddy. Time to make it hot. take podcast appreciate you guys tuning in I, I can't believe it's week four already a little bit different show this week the og mr steven taroni out at a wedding but at least it's a friday wedding his friends had the courtesy to not have a sunday wedding so kudos to the professor while he's out having a good time and uh dr berm unavailable this evening so, you know, I had to bring in a guest and I mean, basically because Detroit versus everybody, I went and got like one of the best guests and you guys might know him as Detroit Beastie, creator of the bottom of the barrel, by the way, a very underrated DFS show, uh, Team Rise or Fall, where he also does work alongside Mr. Taroni. And unfortunately, a fellow tortured Detroit Lions fan like myself, I'm referring to none other than Mr. Chris Robin. Welcome to the show, sir. That's me. There's a lot to unpack here. Give me a second here. So you said, you know, <laughs> time out, he said, time out, time out. I, I need a minute. I need to, uh, I have a monologue and I'm going to make it up as I go. So I'm like, Yo, this is going to be great. You know, Josh asked me on and then well, I'm waiting in the wings, you naming off all these people that weren't available. So that makes me think I was like the fifth option here. You're like, well, this guy's not, well, I guess we'll settle for Detroit beastie. And I, I think the reason that, that, you know, your buddy, you know, the other guy that writes for team rise fall josh t wasn't available because he was nervous to come on with me because we, we crossed paths in canton great dude but i think he knows that in terms of a, a dfs and a, a battle of a battle of the wits he would lose big time so i'm oh, glad to be okay. here i'm glad okay. to be here this is going to be great the, the uh yeah you know our uh our fellow co-host just unfortunately prior commitments man yeah, yeah prior commitments it's you know this is i guess when you're adults this is the kind of stuff you do on the weekend you know we're we're still holding it down, bro. It's uh it's still the hot take podcast, and uh, of course we are here live on Friday as usual. Uh, coming to you here, sponsored by Thrive Fantasy once again for another week slate, and this is week four already. Again, I can't believe crazy. Uh, it's the time is just flying by. And uh, real quick, want to invite you guys to come prop up with us over at Thrive Fantasy this season, and just in case this is your first time tuning in. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports and esports app for player props. So that's what we are jamming out. Uh, yours truly took down a little cash last week. So the, the hot takes been hitting here recently. And with uh, with Thrive, basically, you can eliminate all the research that you might be doing on other, you know, for other contests or whatnot. And basically focus uh, just on the main guys that are going to have the biggest impact on the game. You take 10 out of the 20 available player props in the contest to build your pick set or your lineup. And then each prop's basically assigned fantasy points here. So there is a value for the over and under. Sometimes it's the same. Sometimes it's skewed pretty heavy one way or the other. But basically, it's simple, you guys. You hit the most props and you rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool. And, uh, you know, this week again, 
You can still use promo code hot take, all caps, all one word, H-O-T-T-A-K-E. And we are specifically going to be breaking down the 50K guaranteed $20 entry fee contest has 10K up top. So the same format as uh, the contest that your boy was making noise in. So we're going to get down and we're going to get to it here again. I wanted to just remind you guys, you can reuse promo code hot take scrolling along the bottom there and you'll actually receive a hundred percent instant first deposit match. And that's up to a hundred dollars. So go ahead and use that promo code hot take all one word, all caps, all day long. And really, if, if I may, sorry to cut what, off what oh, you're saying. I, I, I said I called Stephen T. I called him Josh T. That's your name. So Dude, it I, happens. Yeah. It so happens. I, I feel you I know gotta, what we got to tell everybody what's going, bro. You've been you've been you've been going at it. you're you've been working hard today. This is like what yes. your twelfth show today. So it's yeah, like, just about we can cut you some slack. Dude. No it's doubt. All good. It's and all good. then I thought I'm going to leave it alone, and hopefully maybe someone will will pick up the undertones of me being a smartass, and you know because I put <laughs> I put him down, I put him down, and said he couldn't beat me in a battle of wits, <laughs> and I called I called him the wrong name on purpose to get a little dig at it <laughs> steven i didn't mean to do that you're a great dude we met in canton we we kind of work for the same for the same place at riser fall so my apologies steven t <laughs> yeah and shout out to team riser fall as well um but again man it's you know it's it's we cut we cut you some slack you gotta give you a little leeway man it's friday and you're working hard you know and uh hopefully you get to enjoy yourself this weekend i know we are going to enjoy ourselves here, uh, Beastie, getting into some of these props. Uh, of course, uh, we are in the state of Michigan, so we can jam out on, yes, uh, on all this fun. But we're and talking. I, I missed the opportunity. So you're from Michigan, so you know 100.3 WNIC, right? When Before we went live, I said, I've been broadcasting all day. It's a little scratchy. I got my pillow talk voice. I could have just said the L. Uh, Alan Allman, you remember him? The pillow yeah. talk guy. Yeah, I got my, my Alan Allman voice going on this <laughs> evening, and uh, we're going to talk uh, Fantasy Thrive props. Week, oh, week four. Week four. I'm always 15 steps ahead, so I'm already thinking about week five. Uh, let's, uh, let's it's getting weird. It let's bring it up. <laughs> let's bring it up. It's all, it's all good, man. Here it is. Without further ado, without any more half fantasy after dark undertones we'll go and move on to the first prop here up on the slate and we're looking at josh allen this is 280.5 passing yards and the points are pretty equal we got an over assigned 95 and the under assigned 105 and as usual we're going to talk about which ones we like which ones we might not be totally convinced on but have a have a lean uh, also which ones we might be avoiding and occasionally I like to throw out a couple that might be good for the ice pick. Um, for those of you who don't know, you got to pick a couple little tiebreakers some in case of emergencies. So those ice picks are going to get you guys the monies if you if you're doing it right. So you get those you get those dozen picks lined up, and you'll be sitting pretty. But you know, looking at this game here, Beastie. Um, I mean, the Bills have a robust thirty-two point team total 32 point team total for buffalo so 280.5 um i don't know i'm still kind of a little undecided on this and the difference in the points makes me lean slightly towards the under what about you 
Well, here's the thing. Yeah, but the robust, that's a great word. Not a lot of people use that anymore. I have Buffalo. It's, under, it's underutilized. It is. I have Buffalo just rolling over Houston, putting up 31, Same. 34 points here. And by the way, Houston is 22nd overall against opposing quarterbacks here. So I think we can we can chalk up uh, Josh Allen 300 yards easily. I firmly believe that Buffalo gets up 21 nothing, something like that before halftime. And then watch, they'll win the coin flip and they'll get the ball at the start of the third quarter and then they'll put up another touchdown so i think the buffalo bills will be up 28 to nothing before houston can even blink here so i'm smashing the over on any josh allen props in in week four i like it now if i was going to put in four entries for example i'd probably do i'd probably i'm leaning more towards the under but i yeah. so i'm probably going to put three under but like you said just I in mean, case yeah it's, yeah i still think it's going to be a boat race but in that in that incident like you know the bills we're talking about davis mills in the second start so the bills could just you know we could like sack fumble to the house or pick six and the next thing you know yeah. you know they're down and they're running it and it's they're just game scripted out of josh allen getting you know up to i love that you said drives, that because so. in a in dfs formats especially like FanDuel, josh allen's 8500 bucks i think that the most expensive quarterback is mahomes at 8700 bucks so in, in dfs circles there's little to no money to be made with josh allen because he's so chalky so p- playing the over under game with josh allen on thrive is a way to kind of get that out of your system because i'm fully fading Allen in week four in dfs formats because again there's no money to be made with him but this is a great place because i'm smashing the over on josh allen 280 i mean that's easy peasy okay and then there's uh so with with that being said too i mean this is pretty much going to be all dudes that are up in those upper echelons of the you know the highest price guys on all the dfs sites so um say you know same thing with running back derrick henry Moving on to the next prop here, uh, 110.5. So that total kind of stuck out to me here. And then, of course, the over is juiced up a bit at 110. So there's that 20-point differential with the under sitting at 90 points. And, uh, you know, Beastie, looking at this game, I, I don't know, man, a couple struggling offenses. I've personally taken the under on this game um, on some of the books here, which opened at 46 and now sits at 45. Um you know, I got it at 45 and a half. So right in the middle, but with that being said, I mean, it could be a scenario like we just talked about with the bills where the Titans are our games. It's that we know Henry's game script dependent. So maybe it could favor him in the second half. Oh, absolutely. And and here's, here's the way my mind works. I've been looking ahead to this game since the schedule came out in the summertime, (laughs) you know, Derrick Henry facing the New York jets who are by the way, 30th overall against opposing running backs. And look again, another game, I have Tennessee hanging 31 points on them with ease here. And if I, let me ask you, let me retort and throw you back a question. If I told you Derrick Henry was a lock for 25 plus for, let's just say Derrick Henry is a lock for 25 carries in this one would you go over there because oh, I, I mean absolutely yeah and so that's why i have derrick henry minimum 24 carries in this one i think he sees upwards of 26 27 my magic number is 28 carries for derrick henry so at a minimum i have him at 107 yards so you're telling me he only needs to fall forward one time to get the other three to go the over on the 110 so <laughs> this is going to be a game where i think this is going to be one of those patented derrick henry games where he sees 30 carries and he goes over 200 yards for, for yet again I don't think any running back in the history of football has had as many 200 plus rushing yards in a game other than Derrick Henry so I'm smashing the over on this one too this is pretty easy so far I, I would imagine it's not always like this 
Yeah, this total higher than the Vegas props, but at the same time, um, you know, I'm with you. The thing is, is he does when he goes off, he goes off. And the thing is, is, you know, like last week, uh, this week as well, I have a couple bets on like his longest run. And, you know, it's sitting at, you know, usually any week it's, you know, 17 and a half, 19 and a half yards. And I mean, he's he's gone over like 18 and a half yards. Uh, on Multiple his longest times. run, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, if he does that, you know, twice, you're you're looking at you need a normal Derrick Henry day after that. Correct. And- I'd be comfortable with like putting some money down. I'm sure it would be plus bet. It would probably be like plus two fifty or something. But Derrick Henry's longest run over thirty or thirty five yards, I'd put money down on that one too. I just think he's go- they're going to hammer the hapless New York Jets, and it's all going to be on the strength of Derrick Henry's legs here. Yeah, I mean, that's you have to also factor in the fact that both of those Titans receivers, they both AJ Brown and Julio Jones were yeah. out now. So, yeah, I'm absolutely thinking that I'm smashing this over. That 20 point differential is just kind of like the cherry on top. But, yeah. Uh, the what 110 I, points. What I find so fun about this one is I the fact that Julio and AJ, I don't I don't like that they're out. I wish them nothing but the best, not putting them down here. But the New York Jets, they know what's going to happen on Sunday. All you have to do is stop Derrick Henry and they still won't have an answer for him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the thing. That's uh it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. But I better skip on to the next one, my friend. We got uh Carolina at Dallas, and this yes. is uh, moved up a little bit here from 50 points to 51 and a half. And we have a couple of props here CD Lamb, 75 and a half receiving yards, and that one's actually an even split 100 both ways on the over and under. And we also have Dak, uh, 22 and a half completions. Now, I, I as a in general. I usually lean toward the under on completion totals, yeah. but we t- we talk about this every week when we when we do this. You know, when we have these pairings, in this case, we have a CD and Dak stack. It usually makes sense to kind of just over or under on both. How do you feel about that, and what way are you leaning on these two props? Well, personally speaking, I have CD Lamb for about eight targets. He'll catch six of those for about 70 yards. This kid so far has been outstanding. He averages just shy of 14 yards of reception here. And then when it comes to Dak Prescott, my projections, I have him at exactly uh, 23 completions. And he's going to throw the ball, in my eyes, about 34 to 35 times. And again, he's going to complete 23 of those. So that's, I mean, that's right on the line. That would be one completion over than what we're doing here. So I think I would go over on Dak Prescott. And then the yardage for C.D. Lamb, I think I'm going to go under by a few yards. I think Lamb catches six balls, as I said, for about 70 yards here. So I'm going to go under on Lamb, but I'm going to go over on Dak by literally one or two completions. Yeah, see, I'm if the point differential of Dak, which I failed to mention, over 90 points, under 110. Uh, again, as someone that traditionally leans toward the unders, I'm yeah. leaning that way. So if I, I'm guessing, you know, again, if I'm doing four entries. I'm honestly probably going to avoid the CD pick, but if I'm going under, I'm leaning towards you and using that as a, uh, as an under as well, or like maybe a split entry and maybe using that as an, in case of emergency pick. You and I think you think you and I think exactly alike. I do the same thing in DFS. If there's a player, if it's between two players and I don't have enough money for both, I will put, you know, player a in there and then I will build the exact same lineup just to put player B in there. Just, just in case you never know. Because you you know what happens like an hour after kickoff. As soon as they house one, you're like, oh. yeah. I had him in there. You, you feel sick, and I, I've made a t- I've made so many DFS mistakes over the years. Foam I'm throwing. Sti- 
I'm still making them, but that, that I think that's what's led to all these these weird tips and tricks, and and you know you've seen it in my content here. Error and mistakes are the number one most important thing when it comes to sports betting, especially DFS. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. And you know, as speaking from someone who has basically made about every mistake you can possibly make in DFS. I know 100% what you're talking about. So, <laughs> but as long as you learn your lesson, it wasn't really a mistake. It was a a learning experience as all the kindergarten teachers say. Yeah, you know, and that's why uh when our buddy Berm who again unfortunately couldn't be with us today, um you know, that's why we wanted to kind of talk about that because his process after being successful, we want to make sure that we are learning uh yes. and, and you know, we're getting things done, but um you know, see for comparison um CD's total on the books just a little bit lower, like 73 in most places. Um, so again, I mean, it's pretty spot on. But uh, moving on to the next game, Kansas City oh. at Philadelphia. And this one, this one's a little bit interesting here. I kind of have some mixed feelings. Uh, this one's been hovering around 54 and a half all week after opening at 55. And we're looking at Tyreek Hill, seven and a half catches. The over is 105, the under 95. And then on the other side, Jalen Hurts, uh, they basically, is he going to get two passing touchdowns or not? The over on one and a half is 115 and the under sitting at 85. Boy, I think I'm honestly, I think if it's me, I'm I'm avoiding the Tyreek and maybe leaning towards the over on Hurts if they kind of get into, uh, you know, a passing situation here where they, they really, I can't, I honestly can't imagine them abandoning the run as badly as they did on Monday night football. <laughs> but I agree. Like, dude, where do you sit on this? Well, this one to, to me, it's, it's on par with what you're saying in this game overall, as you said, the, when it opened, the over under was at 54 and a half. Uh, it was, yeah, 54 and a half. I have Kansas city putting up about 31 points compared to Philadelphia's 30 here. So you're looking at 61 total points. So in the game, I'm going over on this one. When right. it comes to Tyreek Hill, look at, he's had two very quiet weeks in, in a way. I believe I mentioned it at the start, you know, leading up to week three, is there some sort of blueprint out now that teams can see where they can completely take Tyreek Hill out of the game, which then turns into a pick your poison. You're going to get a heavy dose of, of Mahomes and, and Kelsey and Clyde yep. Edwards Hilaire. So exactly. again, I'm going to go under on this one. I only have Tyreek Hill catching about five passes for about 75 yards. Maybe he'll find the end zone. I know that has no bearing on this, on this prop bed here, but I'm going to go under on Tyreek Hill and I'm going over on Jalen Hurts. I think Hurts puts up, I think he's going to throw the ball about 35 times. I think he'll get to 270 yards ish with ease. And I firmly believe two touchdown passes is set in stone for Jalen Hurts. The question here is, can he get to three or can he get to four? So I'm going over on Jalen. Love the kid. And I'm going to go under on Tyree Kill here. Yeah. I mean, that's, I agree with everything you said. And I will say this before we move on to the next game. Um, you know, if, if this wasn't a receptions total, and if this was a yardage total, maybe closer to his Vegas prop, then I'd be more inclined to take some action on that. But yeah, not not right now, man. I'm going to stay away. Uh, so moving on to the Cleveland uh, game, Cleveland at Minnesota. We're sitting at 51 and a half down a point from the opening 52 and a half. And the two props that we're looking at here, uh, I'm sorry, there's actually three props from this game on drive go. this week. Uh, basically, do you think Kirk Cousins is going to throw a pick? Uh, you know, 
over or yes is at 75 points and then a heavy 125 points sitting on the under if you don't think he's going to throw one uh and then a couple of browns offensive props we were looking at chubb same thing do you think he's going to get in the box odell beckham is he going to have a receiving touchdown uh we're sitting at yes 85 points for chubb and 120 for beckham and then under at 115 for Chubb and 80 for OBJ. Beastie, a lot to unpack with this game with three props, but they're all touchdown props, so kind of tricky, man. They're a little bit noisy here. Yeah. Uh, where, where, where do you have any leans in this one? Yeah, to be honest with you, this is I've had this game starred on my calendar for a while. I just didn't know it was going to be this fun. I mean, Minnesota's playing outstanding. Kirk Cousins has been fantastic. Kirk Cousins, I believe, is right behind Matthew Stafford in terms of, of passing leaders. Uh, Kirk Cousins has 918 total yards. I think Stafford's almost on the cusp of 1,000 here. Uh, Kirk has eight touchdowns so far. He's yet to throw an interception, so that's why I, I see this prop here. And again, I, I'm I'm taking that he Kirk does throw an interception this one Cleveland they're in Cleveland I know they're in Minnesota actually Cleveland is is been somewhat impressive on defense they got a lot of young kids some ball hawks around the ball so I'm gonna go Kirk Cousins yes he will throw his first interception of the season in week four how crazy does that sound as a Michigan State uh player yeah we'll leave that go, you know go blue we'll leave that alone here and when it comes to Nick Chubb here uh can you repeat the prop for me I have his projections here yeah, basically just touchdowns. It's uh, a okay. rushing rushing tud for Chubb and then a receiving tud for OBJ. Um, personally, the points differential on you know him not throwing one for 125 points, that's that's worth it for me. Again, yeah, if I, I, I always say if I'm if I'm doing four entries. So if I'm doing four entries, I'm probably gonna throw one or two cousins, you know, at uh, with that under because it is so juicy, but then on uh, on the Chubb and OBJ side, uh, I personally I've bet this over, uh, you know, earlier in the week, and I, you know, right when it came down is when I got it at fifty one and a half. Okay. But I also think that uh, Beckham I thought looked great last. He week. did. He absolutely did. And I think this could be a, a back and forth shootout, my friend. So this is this I'm looks very exciting. I think I'm on board with you. So I think I'm leaning that. Yeah. Both of the Brownies get in the box. What, what say you? Yeah, I'm with you 100%. As you said, the over-under is at 43 and a half. That's like a massive smash to me. I think it goes over by like 20 more points. I have a 31 to 34 to 31 kind of final here uh, in favor. Let me find in favor of Cleveland. So again, plenty of points to go around smashing the over on Nick Chubb. And reluctantly, I'll take the over on, on uh, Odell Beckham finding the end zone. I'm with you. Music to my ears. He did look fantastic. So this is the time. If he's ever going to show us something like he's back or he can recapture what he had all those years in New York as a superstar wide receiver, it's going to be this week uh, in Minnesota. Yeah, and, I, and I'll throw a little piece of game theory in there. You know, you and I both really like the over. You know, if you do, uh, this is the thing. I looked at this earlier this week. I, th I thought I'm taking the over on both or I'm taking the under on both. Yeah, I, one way I'm or another. already liking the over because – that gives you if if both of these guys hit, it's awesome. In all reality, you know, let's be honest. You know, if, you, if you're you're kind of cheating yourself if you if you think you know you're you're going to win all the time, so you're probably going to get one of these guys to score. Correct. So if you do that, you got to go both over or both under, and then the over is actually more 
favorable for you this week. So you'll end up with a buck Oh five, you know, a piece if they both get in there and, you know, as the, as kind of the average score, if one of them gets in, so you just got a little more upside on that. So just wanted to throw that in there before we moved on to the next game, which is the giants at the saints. And uh, this game's kind of gross beastie. Um, (laughs) Setting it up. 41 and a half that's actually come down from the from the already small 43 and a half point total but you know some of these these offenses look um they both look kind of strange from week to week um i'm personally avoiding the daniel jones total yardage prop but on the other side uh you know it's it's a hundred and um i'm sorry it's two uh, you see yeah, you guys can see it on the screen there while yeah. i while i stumble here uh it's it's over is 95 and an under is a 105 for 281 and a half total yards. And the other side is another total yardage prop for Camara at 95 and a half. Um, and that one's dead even now, again, these, the only thing I can tell you for sure about this, Chris is uh, Alvin Camara seems to be turning into a workhorse. And that's about the only thing I know between these offenses. Correct. Now, let me ask you a question really quick. So this Alvin Kamara prop, is that total combined yardage? So rushing and receiving, yes, or is it just one or the other? Okay. Yes, sir. Well, that opens the door here. Daniel Jones, I, I, I've been on this kid all spring and summer. I mentioned him in several bottom of the barrels already, and he's done nothing but uh, but let me down. When I want him in there, when I have him to hit a rushing prop, he goes and scampers for 70 yards, you know, total here. But this week I have him for, he's going to throw the ball probably all, just shy of 40 times yet he's only going to complete maybe lucky to complete 25 passes in this one i think a safe bet is under here by 20 or 30 yards i think daniel jones puts up no more than 250 260 passing yards and when it comes to elvin kamara yeah look at the carries he got last week that was awesome to see normally you know i think in the first week or two of the season i I think there was a game where he only got four or five carries it was wild to me but back on track now i think elvin gets 18 carries i think he finishes with about 80 85 yards and i think he catches four or five balls for another 40 or 50 yards so i i'm very happily going over on the ak41 prop here and i'm going to go under on danny dimes yeah i'm uh, i think i'm avoiding danny dimes again like i mentioned all together but yeah i'm with you on the over you know at 100 points so yeah. let me i love to i love to check these off when we agree because then at the end of the uh you know while we're going to double check yeah yeah everybody can kind of see where we're at so we'll uh we'll move on to the next one here and um see speaking of avoids yeah. uh Allen Robinson, man, you know, we have the Lions, our, our, our lowly Lions at the Bears, who honestly don't look much better. And no. I'm not sure really know what's uh, going on with their own team. Uh, we're sitting here with Robinson at 62 and a half receiving yards with an over assigned 90 points, and 110 on the under. I mean, mm. all the uncertainty. I know all the uncertainty with the quarterback position, bro. I just I. I, it's tough, but who else are they going to throw to? You know, like what? Like what do you what do you think? 
Yeah, uh, you know what, Allen Robinson, it, really quick, let me run something by you. When's the last time, as Lions fans, we could say, I think we have the better head coach here in this matchup? Matt Nagy <laughs> looks awful. He looks, he doesn't know what he's doing, and the, the way he's playing games with his young quarterback in Justin Fields, will he, won't he, taking him out, putting him back in. I mean, he did not play to his strengths at all last right. week, and everybody looked foolish. And as it stands right now, uh, I've heard that, the, you know, Matt Nagy is saying, if Andy Dalton is, is good to go we're going to play him and Justin Fields is on the sideline with some sort of sore thumb and I think Fields is embarrassed Fields has no confidence right now and it's like I don't know if you ever played high school or high school football or middle school football there was plenty of times where I just got trucked by a bigger kid and the next day in practice I said oh I got a stomach ache because I, I was embarrassed I was scared to get back on the field because I was so down down and out and lowly here so to, to me this team is just in disarray and it all starts with the head coach and, and Alan it's trickled down to Allen Robinson here, and I've been talking for 20 minutes, but I'm going the under here, but it's not going to be my much. My, my initial reaction here is I have Allen Robinson for about 70 receiving yards here, but that's just that's just me, you know, having owned him in a dynasty league. I want this guy to get going, and I just don't think it's the week here, so I'm going to go under on A-Rob. Yeah, that's, um, it's just tricky with Robinson, so yeah, I, I I'm on board with you there, but the I guess if I'm going to lean, that's that's the way I'd lean to. But uh, to a guy that's getting way more work into okay. a game that's going to be a lot more exciting to watch. And by the way, before we move on to this next game, the answer to your question was the last time we played the Jets. That's That was the Got coach it. that was worse than us. So. Very true. Yeah, That was <laughs> last good. season. Yeah, that yeah, was with a whole different – two different coaching staffs, both for the Jets and both for the Lions now. But I know this isn't a Lions podcast, but I love what I've seen from from Campbell and Brad Holmes here. They got these guys. They're, they're not laying down. They're fighting. And you can't say the same thing for the Chicago Bears. I think the Lions roll on, well, on Sunday. Well, it is uh, – I do have the Lions down for beating the Bears at least once this year. It'll be interesting, you know, to see if that's how it goes. But uh, it's refresh, just in general, refreshing to see a, um, an organization just kind of openly commit to the rebuild, you know. So, you know, good good on them, man. I uh, I really appreciate what they yeah. do. By no smoke and mirrors. They're, yeah, yeah. they're open and honest. Putting like, this is what it out is. there and getting the, uh, getting the old guys out and getting their guys in. So. And letting Derek Barnes eat up some playing time, and this kid's going to be good at middle linebacker. Right, right. Well, before we get into an IDP podcast, I guess we should get back in. Which, which I'm more props. than available for anytime you need me. Hey, I love me some IDP. Don't yes. tell the professor I said that. You're my um, <laughs> Moving on to Arizona at LA. Going to SoFi Stadium for a 54-point total, uh, which it's been sitting there pretty much all week. We have a couple juicy ones here when we are talking about Cooper Cup, seven and a half catches. The overs at 105, the unders at 95. And on the other side, we have Kyler with two and a half total t- passing touchdowns plus interceptions, um, which is which is a little bit tricky this week. But they also juice it up the over at 70 points and the under at 130, which is the biggest point discrepancy this week. Oh, wow. So with that being said, uh, Beastie, I, the one quick thing I'm going to mention, uh, I just want to say with Cup is – this is turning into a major alpha situation where it yeah. could be like DeAndre Hopkins, Antonio Brown, most recently Devonte Adams, where I agree. these guys are just hauling in nine grabs every week. And, you know, say like 
week 12 when we're you know doing our thrive special here we're going to be looking at cooper cup and his his total is going to regularly be you know 9.5 or 8.5 and uh you know hey in week four we could have got seven and a half so uh, that's the way it seems to be shaken out for me. So I'm taking the over there, but I'm avoiding the Kyler prop for now. Uh, where are you going with this Arizona at LA game? Yeah, this from a from a fan perspective, this is going to be a fantastic game. I have the total at about 34 to, to, to 21 in favor of the Rams. So that just okay. point, paints a little bit of a picture here. But with Cooper Cup, I have him for yet again double-digit targets. And as it stands now, I have him for exactly seven catches. But he's, he's proved his worth so far this season, so I'm willing to go out on a limb there and give him that, that other half of a reception. Maybe Cooper will get to eight or nine. So I'm going to go over there and with Kyler it, it the, it's funny to me you know you, you look at betting sites and over-unders and a, sp- a prop site like this it's like they must know what they're doing and I say that because I have Kyler Murray for exactly two touchdowns in the air one touchdown on the ground and an interception here and to go with it about <laughs> 280 yards here so you know I'm gonna have some stones in this one Josh and I'm gonna go over on Kyler Murray here okay so yeah basically you know the with that, so with that projection, with what you said, you'd be looking at, uh, you know, the under, but at the same time, yeah, it'd be um, a push. And that's that's only because it's passing touchdowns, though. Yeah, uh, okay. So they're not. It doesn't look like they're counting the rushing touchdowns. So being cognizant of that, um, taking the over, I don't think is still a bad idea because, again, very high total here, fifty-four points. So it is shaping up to be kind of a back and forth affair, and I can definitely see it playing out that way. Um, who knows, man, maybe one of my four entries that I do this week is going to have a Kyler lean on there. But, uh, as of now I'm staying away, my friend, but, uh, looking at Tyler Lockett here next up on the page, Lockett, basically, is he going to score a receiving touchdown? The over is at 90 points and the under as 110. Um, I, I said earlier, I don't know if it was last week or the week before when they had Lockett props, but it kind of feels like the old. Michael Crabtree, Amari Cooper, Oakland Raiders days where it's like they can't both have a good game. It's just a one or the other. Um, And I kind of get the feeling like it's a DK game, bro. What do you think? You know what? I, I've never been uh, big on Tyler Lockett, and I mean, I went out on uh, on all stops in all summer and spring content and broadcast here, and so far, Tyler Lockett has made me look foolish. Kid's got three touchdowns already, just over 300 yards. He's averaging 19, just a little bit over 19 yards a reception here. You love to see it. And so, to me, I have him for about eight targets, six or seven receptions, 80 yards, and I do firmly believe that Tyler Lockett finds the end zone uh, this week. Okay. Yeah. So on, uh, on mine, uh, that's if I, again, doing four entries, I'm probably doing one over under over, and then I'm probably doing like three unders and leaning that way. But that's just cause again, the gut feels telling me it's a DK game, man. So we're, it's going to be interesting. Um, next game though, Pittsburgh at green Bay, looking at big Ben sitting at uh, 250 and a half passing yards, the over, yeah, this kind of surprised me was the point assignment over it was 80 points and under was 120. Oh, wow. um, yeah. So with Aaron Jones on the other side, 65 and a half total rushing yards and the, that's an even split at a hundred each. So looking at these two, uh, you know, I, I definitely know what way I'm leaning, but 
Chris, you're the guest, man. So you take your first shot. Well, thank you. When it comes to Big Ben, he looks, he doesn't, he, he, he don't have it anymore. He should have retired a while ago. And you're, I, so you're on the has been Roethlisberger. Yeah. And I hate okay. to say this because again, I never wish anybody ill will here, but I, I right. said it over the right. summertime that I believe, unfortunately, Big Ben is going to be, he's going to be forced to retire because of an injury or some sort of concussion. And he's not going to go out on his own terms. How does that help us in week four? It doesn't. I just wanted to get that off my chest. But when it comes to Ben Roethlisberger, <laughs> Pittsburgh, uh, Pittsburgh goes to Green Bay. Green Bay is, I don't know if you know this, they're 28th overall against opposing quarterbacks. I have uh, Be Big Ben at about 280, 285 passing yards, so I'm going to go over uh, on Big Ben's prop here. When it comes to Aaron Jones, uh, I have him for about 16, 17 carries, about 75 yards. I do think he finds the end zone on the ground, a very healthy five yards, uh, you know, a rush here. So looking at that, you know, the over-under here, I'm going to go over pretty comfortably i think he gets to 85 90 yards you know without a doubt yeah i'm i'm sounds like tj watts coming back um pittsburgh defense still kind of underwhelming and compared to the expectations so far this season i'm definitely on board with you at the over um i do like the under though on big ben's passing yards but that's only because uh you know like you said he might might be washed so it's a very very strange that and now there's a, uh, I mean, that's really all anyone's talking about in Pittsburgh lately. So it's, uh, it's, it's surprising to me that that's 120 points. They could be forced to throw a lot, you know, in the second half. Uh, but I do think the Packers, uh, you know, I've, I've took the Packers th uh, plus or, uh, you know, three and a half minus three and a half this week. And I, I do think they're easily going to cover that. Agree. Um, but I just, I don't know if big Ben, gets it done man it's tough watching uh watching that I, offense right now. i think this game is going to be somewhere where green bay puts up 31 or 34 points they start out quick you know in the first quarter or two and then the second half pittsburgh is playing from behind and as you call it as it, we call it garbage time points i think big ben just you know he pats his stats but nothing really comes of it he's going to get a ton of yardage over through the air but no real other stats here in terms of touchdowns or rushing yard geez rushing yards for big ben nowadays absolutely Absolutely not. So, yeah, right. I, I'm going to go with Big Ben over in that one in a, in a game where he's going to be playing from behind. And I don't think it accumulates much or materializes much into points, you know, real, you know, football points. But I think he gets the yardage uh, with ease here. Yeah. And the uh, the Pat, the Packers team total sitting at uh, basically 26 and a half to 26, wherever you're looking. And, um, you know, that that lines absolutely ballooned uh, where Green Bay is, you know, basically like a. Uh, touchdown favorite now so um you know it's fortunate to get on that one early but that's one of the reasons i'm leaning that way um in another game this one you know i'm, I'm avoiding this next pick here uh bc but we're looking at Cortland sutton it's baltimore at denver game he they got him for 68 and a half total yards uh or i'm sorry receiving yards over is 115 and the under is sitting at 85 points you leaning one way or the other on Sutton's prop here? Yeah, so you know, uh, Denver plays Baltimore. They don't. They're not exactly instilling fear, right? They they let the Lions kind of 
you know, yeah. get get over on him. And if it wasn't for that silly field goal here, but with Cortland Sutton, I have him for for just a like a, a modest five receptions here it, with about seventy total yards. I don't think he finds the end zone, but he, the kid's been playing well as of late. After that nasty knee injury, averaging fourteen yards a reception. So of the props, if I, I can't, it's kind of scribbled there. So I, I'm not sure what the over under in terms of, of of rushing yards are, but I have him at about seventy. Yeah, so that's that's right on, and I mean that's kind of where the uh, the Vegas prop is too. So for me, th- that one's just tough, man. I know okay. uh, I love I love me some Teddy covers, but um, it's tricky, man, because it could be you know Tim Patrick's been shown that he's very capable. Uh, so it's going to be interesting. I I do think that you know Baltimore's depth in the secondary is being tested a little bit, but you know Denver hasn't really played anybody, so I don't know, man. There's that's why I keep going back and forth on it. So I'm going to stay away yeah. from that pick personally. Then the all important Sunday night showdown here, the Sunday night hammer, Brady and Belichick Bowl. Uh, Tom Tom is going back to Foxborough, and we're looking at. 25 and a half total completions for Brady and Damian Harris for one and a half total touchdowns, rushing and receiving combined. And that one is sitting at 135 for the over and the under at 65. So that I correct myself from earlier uh, when I was referring to the Kyler prop, this Damian Harris uh, is actually they saved the juiciest one for last. You know, I have TB12, th- you know, uh, attempting about 40 passes in this one. So process of elimination, if you're going to throw 40 times, you should be able to complete at least 26, and that would get us over here. So I'm going Tom Brady over in this one. And with Damian Harris, this what this is probably the easiest one for me tonight. I'm going way under. I don't think Damian Harris finds the end zone at all. And you're telling me, you know, the over is one on the ground, one in the air. So I'm going under on Damian Harris pretty comfortably yeah so um i'm also leaning towards the over on brady that one's even up 100 apiece and you know i mean if he completes 65 uh, percent of his passes he's gonna be right there you know i'm thinking he's probably gonna complete closer to 70 i mean after all he is the goat so you know that's gonna if he completes seven you know 40 40 passes around what i expect as well so um, you know, 70% puts them at like 28 completions. So that's, and again, I usually don't take the, the over, but since it is even points, if I had to leave one way or the other, man, I mean, I just think Tom's going to come out guns ablaze and you know, he's a competitor and oh, yeah. I agree with you on the Damian Harris. I think that one's a pretty easy, uh, pretty easy call there too. So, um, we can go ahead and, and smash that boy. Um, Bucks defense, pretty tough. So, Let's go. Let's go back and review some of these here that we uh, that we agreed on, and we both had we both liked Henry's over. Yeah, done deal there. We both liked Jalen Hurts over. Correct. The brownies. We want it. We want the brownies to get in the box. Yes. The only one looking at it so far, and I've been thinking about the Odell Beckham one since we, I mean, even when we moved on to Daniel Jones and Elvin Kamara, the only one on this list that's bugging me, that's sticking, you know, inside of me is the Odell Beckham one. Uh, it's just, I I would hate for it to come down to just Odell Beckham. You get everyone right, and it's just hinging on what Odell Beckham Jr. does. And maybe it's from a, you know, from an excitement factor, from a pro football uh, factor. You want to, there's certain guys in the league, and you want to see 
see them do well. Same thing with teams. Like when the Cincinnati Bengals are playing well, the NFL is a better place. It's more fun to watch. And when Odell Beckham Jr. is playing at an elite level, the NFL is fun to watch. So that, one, that one scares me, but I, I let, we'll keep it. That first initial gut reaction is normally right when we're doing this stuff. Oh yeah. And that's uh, you know, that's another kind of tiebreaker. You mentioned like making mistakes in DFS, man. I mean, there's nothing worse than like you play the dude that was, you take the dude that was your gut feel out, you know, in one of those lineups and then he explodes and, you know, it's always, you know, no, no regrets. Right. So the, but the, but the Browns for sure, you know, we, we got those locked in here as, as ones we initially like, uh, Camara, we liked the over on his total, uh, total yardage prop at 95 and a half. Uh, we both, I was hesitantly leaning towards the under, but we both liked the Allen Robinson. So a uh, a Rob under 62 and a half Cooper cup. Uh, we both liked that seven and a half. I know that might yeah. seem initially really high to some people, but, uh, you know, I think you got to click that over. Uh, we also liked Aaron Jones over 65 and a half total rushing yards. Done deal. And TB12 blowing off uh, over 25 and a half completions, as well as Damian Harris. And the other thing I didn't say about that one and a half total touchdown prop, you know, obviously, yes, the Bucks defense is good, but um, you have to make these in case of emergency picks. And you'll see. We did get uh, 10 picks. We basically laid out an entire pick set, but you guys kind of have to uh, pick those ones that you want in the holster. You got to have those extra couple bullets in the clip. And Damian Harris is one of those that, yeah, you're probably only getting 65 points, but it's one you're probably going to get right. And I think that's why the points are set up like that. So I think in pretty much any entry I do, I'm using that Damian Harris prop and I'm putting it way down on the, the in case of emergency picks um because that 65 points it's just basically about being right on those last two i feel like more than the point assignment so yeah and i just i i, I found this out while you were talking i did some quick math in my head tom brady so far this season has completed 97 passes so if you take 97 divide it by three he's completing on average three 32.333 passes a game here. So that one is is very much in play. He's got the weapons, brother. Correct. So, well, Beastie, I can't thank you enough for stopping by, man, so we could get these props hammered out. Anytime. We should do this more often. This is fun because I, I feel like I can I can play to my skill set here, and that's like my projections and my rankings. And again, not tooting my own horn, but in DFS and fantasy football, I'm a very decisive man, which bodes well for over-under bets and, and anything you can do on Thrive. Because <laughs> if if you obsessed over what we did here, you know, you'd never get it right and you'd never get it done. Constantly going through each pick and hemming and hawing, did I do it? No. Make a decision, stick with it, and more times than not, you'll be right. So... Uh, we should do this more often, absolutely, and I can't thank you enough for for having me on. Oh yeah, absolutely, brother. And yeah, there'll be there'll be some picks on here for sure that I have in every single entry I put in here over at Thrive this week. So again, hope you guys come over to Thrive and uh, join by using promo code Hot Take if you have not already signed up. Again, that's all one word, all caps, H O T T A K E. You sign up, you get that hundred percent instant first deposit match so go ahead and check it out and download thrive fantasy it is over on the app store the google play store or by visiting thrivefantasy.com sign up and prop up with us today 
Hopefully, Beastie, we can keep this hot take good mojo going over on Drive. And uh, again, give the people a real quick reminder where they can find your stuff. Sure, you can find the handles down there. You can find me on Twitter at Detroit Beastie. All my DFS content is at Team Riser Fall. It's a fantastic, you know, it, it, there's so much camaraderie and lineup building and stuff going on in the Discord, which is free. And uh, one more thing I just want to say, as you can see my at there, my DMs are always open. If anybody's ever got a question or a concern or a comment or just wants to get anything off, the, off their chest, I am always available for you. And I say this at the end of most broadcasts, if it makes sense. And, and alone individually i can only do so much josh but when we can come together and hammer stuff out as as a unit we can do anything under the sun 100 percent can't can't agree more my friend and we again appreciate you taking the time and being generous with that Anytime. and helping out the viewers and the listeners which reminds me if you did happen to catch this on the audio feed through your apple podcast google podcast spotify wherever you found it today uh, be kind enough to give us a shout out, leave us a review if you can. And again, we appreciate you guys stopping by, whether you're through the ears or through the eyes. Again, appreciate you. Again, you can find me at Josh Daly 72 on Twitter. You can find Chris at Detroit Beastie on Twitter. And this has been the Hot Take Podcast. <laughs>